Why hello friends and welcome back to Gifted Gas Bag. This is the podcast where I need to stop doing an English accent. Um, my name's Mandy and I ramble about whatever I feel like for as long as I feel like it because it's my podcast and I will do whatever I want. And if you have an opinion, please fax it to me. If you find a fax machine in an antique shop. Sorry about the sound quality today. Um... I am currently sitting in my car because I was trying to record in my house and I did record a full 25 minute podcast only to listen back to it and hear the sound of the wind that I'm used to like, you know, like there's sounds in your environment, your house, where you're used to it. Like people that live underneath where airplanes fly over don't even seem to hear the noise of it anymore. I am used to the sound of wind howling around (laughs) the back of my place. Where my flat, like I'm in a a flat that is uh, ground level. Think like a big long house that's been split into duplex or whatever you call it. Um, so my flat itself is on the top of a hill at the, you know, like on one side of a big valley. So the wind that comes up is really strong, really wild. I'm in a town that's, or city, that's kind of mountainous. Um... And the flat side, like the kitchen and the whole back of the flat faces this, this, um, you know, this view, which means the wind that whistles around the back, like full on sounds like shrieking. Like it's like, like it's really loud. If the wind is even slightly uh, strong, which it is very much today because we've got storms going over. Uh, And I didn't even notice it until I was listening back and you could barely hear me talking over the sound of the wind. So... Here we are, I'm re-recording, and I'm sitting in my car because I tried everything to muffle, <laughs> to muffle the sound of the wind. I threw a blanket over my head, and I just sounded kind of like an NPR podcast. You know those ones where it sounds like they're talking right into your earlobe and it kind of hurts your brain a bit? Like, don't get me wrong, I'm all for ASMR. I actually fall asleep listening to ASMR most nights. But I know a lot of people are kind of with the whole voice too close to the microphone. Like, you don't want me this close. So, (laughs) sorry about that. So, um, no, I figured my car was the only other place I could think of that would be quiet enough to do the podcast. And while you may still hear some ambient noise, I think the wind comes up intermittently. There are birds. There is, I'm, I'm near a soccer field. There are people screaming on the soccer field. I still think it's quieter. (laughs) than being in my house right now. I don't even think about how much noise I'm used to ignoring on a day-to-day basis. My washing machine, by the way, I don't know if you guys have ever heard it in the background of my podcasts, but I'm sorry if you have, because I will not hear it and probably have never noticed it or heard it. My washing machine beeps every 30 minutes to let me know that it's plugged in. That, that's it. That's the only, I, I have had that, like, I'll be honest, that washing machine owes me nothing. I have had that washing machine for over a decade and I've never needed any repairs. I've never had to fix anything on it. It works as well today as it did back then. So I don't want to like upset it. <laughs> but since I've owned it, if it's, it's not even turned on, like I haven't even hit the power button. It just sits there plugged in going, every 30 minutes to let me know that it's there. Like, hey, did you want to do some washing? And I'm like, no, thank you, Mr. Washing Machine. I live alone and I don't need to do loads of washing every single day. I usually do loads of washing, you know, 
every two or three days instead, depending on whether I'm doing sheets or towels or whatever. And the washing machine is like, Bip, are you sure? So yeah, I'm like, I'm used to ignoring that and I don't notice it until people come to visit me and then they'll be like, what's, what's that beeping? What, what is that? And I'm like, oh, it's the sound of my washing machine letting me know that it exists. And I don't hear it, but when I, I tried turning the power switch off to the PowerPoint, because in Australia, we have switches to turn our PowerPoints on or off, just if you're outside the country, because some of you I can see in my stats are outside the country. Uh, so I turn the power switch off, and then something feels wrong. <laughs> it's like, um, you know, some people like the sound of those clocks that make the like noise in the background and some people absolutely can't stand them. I I really can't handle ticking clocks. They bother me because they're just annoying. But an occasional reassuring beep from my washing machine to let me know, hey, I'm still here. No matter what's going on, what kind of breakdown you're having right now, I will still be here to clean your clothes for you, you know? And isn't that nice? Isn't that reassuring? <laughs> I've tried describing this to people. If someone comes over and they're bothered by it, I just go hit the power switch and then turn it back on whenever when, when I do my next load. But I do I do miss it. If it's not there chirping, God knows what I'm gonna do the day it finally gives up. I'm gonna have, I'm gonna be sad. I'm gonna be sad. I'll miss the reassuring beep. Um, a couple of my friends come over once in a while for like movie nights, and um, they mentioned the beeping, and I was like, oh, sorry, it's like my little reassuring washing machine friend letting me know that it's there for me. And they were like, uh, okay. <laughs> yes, I anthropomorphize things I shouldn't. Leave me alone. I don't have pets. Um, and then the next time they visited, I made sure to turn the power off on the um, on the washing machine. Only for one of them to go, why, why isn't the washing machine beeping at us? And I said, oh, because I turned the power off because I knew you guys were coming over. And they were like, oh, oh, okay. I'm like oh my god, they totally get it. So I like, <laughs> they totally understand the reassurance <laughs> of the comforting, always consistent beeping. So yeah, I went and turned it back on and now I don't even bother. Uh, and the people that visit me regularly enough are kind of used to it now. So there you go. Um, one of the random noises. I mean, I live next to a road that is pretty busy. So there's constant noise of cars and traffic. And because I live in a I think it's a nice neighborhood, but I am also used to a certain degree of boganness and criminal activity. So, <laughs> and also a lot of hoons and a lot of trucks and a lot of rural traffic. So quite often there'll be some dickhead on a dirt bike roaring up the road at three in the morning. And after I yell at him about needing a loud vehicle because he's concerned about other appendages not being sufficient enough... Um, I go back to sleep and just get on with my life. So I'm used to the traffic noise. I'm used to the occasional um, airplane overhead because I'm also near an, air, an airfield. I'm used to the life flight helicopter going over quite often because I'm near a hospital as well. I'm used to the sound of footy matches on the weekend. I'm used to the sound of the wind howling. But I still think of myself as living in a nice quiet suburb. Is that weird? I'm also, because I'm near a hospital, I'm used to sirens. Like because the ambulances leave from the hospital. Maybe I don't live somewhere quiet. Is this why... So when I go out to stay with my parents, they live in the middle of nowhere, right? It is so quiet out there 
there is literally no sound apart from chickens at about six in the morning and they are so far away that you could easily ignore the sound of them like no traffic comes down the road unless it's local because it's only people that live out there that are driving up and down those roads they're not on any kind of main thoroughfare they're off to the side so there can <laughs> past 7 p.m it'd be really strange to see traffic going around and it's like weird if two cars pass in like the same half hour so the road is quiet there is like there's farm animals but they're usually pretty chill there's no one's yappy dogs because most dogs are well trained there's no traffic there's no equipment there's no electronic buzzing there's no sirens there's no there is nothing out there that naturally makes noise so it's just I've stayed out at my parents some nights and like woken up at midnight to like go to the bathroom or whatever and I have to like click my fingers next to my ears to make sure I haven't gone deaf because it's that quiet it's like a muffled sort of silence your footsteps don't even, it's so weird. <laughs> so whenever I go out home, I always sleep so well because it's just so deadly silent. There is nothing to wake me up at all. Um, and everyone I know who comes, yeah, yeah I've brought friends out and I've brought, um, you know, people have come out to visit. They also have the same thing. It's really easy to sleep for 12 hours out there because there's just no natural way to for you to wake up. We've got blackout curtains on. You'd sleep the day away with the aircon on and you'd be fine. You wouldn't even notice. And now is the time the birds come round. <laughs> Anywho, um, yeah, so I don't live in as quiet an area as I thought I did. I had something else I was going to say earlier. Um, oh, the ticking clock thing. Oh my God, I'm so sorry. If you heard that, it was my stomach. <laughs> I didn't eat breakfast. I'm terrible. I'm sorry. I didn't eat breakfast. It's like five o'clock and I had my lunch early at like 10. So my stomach already thinks it's dinner time. I apologize. Um, the ticking clock thing. So I know there's a lot of people that absolutely cannot stand the, stand the sound of a, a clock ticking. One of those big, you know, art deco kind of clocks. Uh, it reminded me my grandfather also could not he's passed um he also could not stand the sound of a ticking clock and in fact wouldn't allow them in the house like if it if it was a timepiece and it made any kind of clicking noise it was absolutely not allowed in the house um and my mum told me this and I was just like oh like that's pretty militant like you couldn't even have a big clock in your bedroom she's like absolutely not he'd throw it away and I'm like why and she's like because he once sat in a room in in um during world war Two with an unexploded bomb um, hiding from the enemy. And they just had to hope it wasn't going to explode and they had to listen to that ticking all night. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> if that happened to me, I also would burn every clock in existence. My God. Um, and then moments like that made me think, you know what, I don't have it so hard. You know, life could be a lot, a lot more difficult. Oh, there's pigeons outside. What are you doing, Mr. Pigeon? The neighbor's cat can't be doing a very good job. Oh, my neighbors have got this cat that is a um, white cat with tan and black patches. He or she is a beautiful cat. But this cat thinks that our yard is now its yard. <laughs> it has got such an attitude. Like, 
you know, some, some cats, if there's no other, you know, um, if you don't have like a dog or a cat, another cat will be like, well, your yard is also mine because I own everything that isn't contested, right? My neighbor that I live that shares the other side of the duplex, she has many cats. And, um, she's only supposed to have a couple, but she's got like four. But since this neighbor's cat moved in, she has to keep them indoors. She used to let them outside pretty routinely, and now she has to keep them inside because this cat will fuck them up. Like, the amount of fights that there were. Like, this neighbor's cat is, fair, is like, out to fight. This neighbor's cat did not... It, I'm going to have to, like, give this cat a name. But anyway, it... The, the big bad Leroy Brown cat does not mess around, okay? Um, <laughs> and I, I was walking out to my car last night to go to the shop, I, I wanted to go fuel up, um, and then grab a couple of things from 7-Eleven, got into the car, and I saw the neighbor's cat, like, sitting, because the security light comes on, and I saw the neighbor's cat sitting, like, next to the, the house, I'm just staring at it, like, well, oh, you didn't even run away when I walked over, what do you think you're doing, you know, Mr. Man, Mr. Big Bad Leroy Cat, girl, whatever you are, and this cat walked over to my car, while I was sitting in it, staring at them, walked over to the car, and pissed on the tire. This cat was like, oh, your car's mine now. And I'm like, gotten out and gone, shoo. And it just sat there and stared at me. And like, like did this yawning maneuver where it like licked the corner, you know, that whole like, yeah, and like licked the corner of its mouth like you are boring me. And then turned around and walked over, <laughs> you know, sauntered over to the neighbor's front garden, peed in the neighbor's front garden, knowing full well like she has cats. And then uh, up to my garden, did the, it was like just going around marking its territory. Um, I don't, I'm not ashamed to say I'm, I'm scared of this cat. <laughs> I've never feared a cat in my life, but this cat <laughs> is an absolute terrorist. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it also comes and goes as it pleases. My neighbours installed a cat door. So um, this cat like sits on my hot water system and stares at me in my kitchen it uh, <laughs> sits on the back fence and yowls. It's um, it's a little monster. I'm fully expecting it to just wander into my flat one day and start, you know, ripping things up because it can. I just, oh, brutal, brutal animal. Oh, God, I've been talking for 14 minutes about absolutely nothing. <laughs> That's a joke because it's kind of what the whole podcast is. Anyway, what's going on with me? So, um... Let's see. Oh God, I like had to fight two old ladies. No, that's a kid. I'm I'm lying. I'm I'm kidding. I actually got my hands on an RAT test today. I know. Um, why'd I have to get one? I'm I don't think I'm sick. I will say that, but I have been putting together my COVID preparedness kit as advised by the state government and the health department. So I have bought myself because I'm I live alone, you know. Like if I were to come down with COVID or catch Omicron or the Deltas or whatever, I can't. Well, I know I have friends and family that would try to help me, but there's also a very oh god, my stomach's going again. I apologize. There is also a very likely scenario where potentially they could also be sick. What if I catch it from one of them? Um, they may also not be able to help me, in which case I cannot go outside and I may be trapped in my flat for a week. Um, with, you know, depending on whether or not hospitals get overwhelmed, I may not be able to get any assistance. So I need to make sure that I, I just like to be prepared. I'm just one of those that's like, look, I may not need it, but I'd rather have it and not need it. So, um, they recommended having the two, oh, excuse me, sorry, RAT tests. So I didn't buy a five pack. I bought a two pack. 
of the RIT tests for one when you start feeling sick and one when you think you're getting better to check check if you're all clear. Um, I got my pulse oximeter arrived today. I got a pulse ox to check oxygen levels in case I have any breathing difficulty. Um, I got some more paper masks because I'm just using the paper ones now that they reckon those are better than the cloth masks. I got tissues and I got a thing of cold and flu tablets and some extra Panadol in case I need it. Everything else, like medication-wise, I kind of have in my little sickness kit because I like to be prepared when I catch a cold or a flu or any kind of bug and I already have all that stuff, like your vapor rubs and your, what do you call them, your, oh god, I can't think of the word, lozenges, lozenges and throat spray if you get a sore throat and nasal spray if you get a congested nose and all that crap. So I already have all that. So all I needed was like some RAT tests and a pulse ox and, oh, and a thermometer. I do have a digital thermometer. I did have a mild fever earlier this week. I had like an upset stomach and a mild fever, but absolutely no respiratory symptoms. And I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me, but I suspect I may have just eaten something that didn't agree with me because I was completely fine the next day. So that's a positive. Um, I don't know what I could have. I had some salmon that I bought from Woolworths, but it shouldn't have been bad. Like I cooked it all the way through. So I can't imagine. I don't know. Maybe it was sitting on the shelf for a while. Oh God. Speaking of which, I, um, I'm actually going to go. One of the reasons I'm in the car as well is that when I'm done recording this, I'm going to go to the local fresh food market and try buying some more local fruit and veg. Because for one, I'm craving fruit and veggies like a mofo. Uh, it speaks to how poorly I've been eating. I didn't even really think about it. Because, like, you know, I'd have, like, an English mu muffin with an egg for brekkie. Lunch was usually, like, some kind of soup. Oh, God. I'm, I really hope you can't hear the noises my stomach is making. Because, dear God, it sounds like something's... Like, I sound like I'm going to do an alien and something's going to erupt from my chest or some shit. Um... Yeah, like lunch is usually like a soup or like a little rice bowl or something. And then dinner, I do like potatoes and some kind of protein. And then it clicked. Like the only veggie then I'm getting in my diet is like spuds. It was just, I was trying to make it so I didn't have to go to the supermarket as often. And what that means is less, less fresh fruit and vegetables. So is it such a surprise that I also had a bit of a stomach upset? Because my stomach was probably just like, dear God, where are the vitamins? So... <laughs> So I'm heading to the fresh fruit market. I'm going to try and get... I've found some new salad recipes I want to try. I've already made the Green Goddess salad from TikTok. It is amazing. I highly recommend it. I'm going to make it again. Um, I made a salad for um, my mum and my gran when they came to stay. Um, I... When they came to like visit, I made one that was like couscous and pearl couscous and um, cucumber and tomato and like, yeah, lots of yummy stuff. So I want to make that again. I want to really, I really want to try. There's this salad that's apparently strawberries and cherry tomatoes and I can't even imagine what it tastes like, but I want to give it a go. I'm kind of, yeah. Can you, can you tell like I haven't had a decent amount of veggies because I'm like craving things that crunch. Like, oh, you know, cucumber and oh God, what I give for a celery stick or just some really barely par steamed broccoli that's like all crispy and ugh, yum uh yeah see now I'm, t I'm hungry so we've gone straight into the food talk damn 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 should i wrap up and just go get some food <laughs> i feel like i should what else is there to talk about sorry guys i'm really fuzzy headed today um i had just a very meh kind of day where i like 
the days are bleeding in together again because I'm not doing anything different apart from waking up and then I grab some form, some form of breakfast and I sit down at my desk and I work and I work and I work and I work and then I take a half hour break in which I do two things either eat lunch or have a shower because I couldn't be bothered having a shower when I woke up lately it's been a shower and then at the you know last five minutes I have left I'll grab something for lunch and sit down and eat while I work and then I work some more and then um I finish work and I go, well, I could go out, but i probably go out and do what, you know? <laughs> like, I probably could, but most of my friends are sort of taking taking a lot of precautions because they have vulnerable people in their lives because of Omicron. Like, I'm not shutting myself up and, like, locking myself down. Um, I am vaxxed, I'm boosted, and I wear a mask everywhere. So I, I don't want to lock myself down and end up with, you know, mental health problems because I've not left the house in days and days and days but the thing is is it like there's I thought about going and just doing some window shopping at the local local um big you know shopping complex but I'm also trying to save money to maybe buy a house so going and frivolously shopping isn't something I need to do right now um I thought about going for a swim I can't go for a swim uh because the local pools uh, that only recently reopened from refurbishment are now flood damaged because of <laughs> because of the storms, <laughs> so they're shut down. Um, I thought about going out tonight to uh, one of my friends told me that there was a poker game on at one of the local pubs, and I was like, "Great, I'll come with you." Can't go, flood damage, place is shut down, so I can't go do that. Um, I thought about going out to like have a nice lunch with some friends, but they're taking it easy because they've got vulnerable people that were not able to get vaccinated because of medical conditions. So, yeah, just hasn't been like the drive. Yeah, I want to go out and do stuff. It's, I mean, I, I should hold my horses because I'm going out to a friend's on Saturday for the Hottest 100. It is that time of year again. Triple J's Hottest 100 countdown has come around, and I have a friend who is. I don't think he'd mind me saying rabid <laughs> in his enthusiasm for Triple J's Hottest 100. He talks about it all year round. Anytime there's a new song that comes out that he thinks is really cool or that you mention a new song at all, he's like, oh, what do you think about its chances in the Hottest 100? He's, it's, it's his special interest subject. He's obsessed with it. Um, and I love it because he's just, I love rampant enthusiasm in the face of people just being like, uh, uh-huh, yeah. <laughs> I love people being passionate about stuff. And he is very passionate. He's also one of those people that's obsessed with data and figures. So he has spreadsheets, you guys. He has spreadsheets. Um, he's corralled all of his friends into like a group where we discuss and put up our votes for what we think the Hottest 100 number one song is going to be. And he tries desperately to figure out what it's going to be ahead of time because he's really hoping that one year he'll get it right. And I just, I love him for it. I love how much <laughs> we get the constant memes. We get memes from him that are very self-aware that he knows how much, <laughs> he knows how annoying he's being. <laughs> He'll send memes that's like anyone else trying to talk about anything besides the Hottest 100. And then it's like, me. <laughs> he cannot help himself, and I love it. 
Um, so yes, his favourite day of the year is coming around, Triple J's Hottest 100. So naturally he's organised a get-together where we will sit together and listen to the entire countdown. Now if you've never listened to Triple J's Hottest 100, it is a hundred songs uh, played in a countdown. And you might be wondering, how long does that take if you've never listened to it? All day all day. I mean, they start at like 10 a.m. and they don't stop until we reach number one and there are like segments between it. They discuss every song between it. They'll do like a little intro teasing, you know, the backstory behind this song. They'll have a little clip sometimes with the artist saying like, thank you so much for including me this year. Um, This song was Labor of Love and I'm glad you guys love it too. In between every song. They also do like little interviews. They run contests. It's a big deal. It's a very big deal. Um, there's a compilation album that comes out every year of like the best ones from the countdown. So they take it very seriously. It runs till like seven or eight at night. And when I tell you (laughs) that while my friend says, um, oh, you know, guys, turn up whenever you want and we'll just, you know, as long as you're here for number one, that's all that matters. If we do not arrive in time to start hearing the songs from a hundred onwards, he starts messaging on the team chat about every single song and Facebook reacting to every single song. And <laughs> there is just no getting around it. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's a lot. So I just, I make it a habit to be. It started, this whole get-together thing, it's tradition now. We do it every year. But it started because he would listen to it every year. But I think just by himself or with maybe his sister or something. And then we were living together because he's a mate. Um, initially this friend of mine was a mate of my brother's that he went to school with. And um, he he came to live with us for a while, like just to crash at our place and kind of like, he was, I think I roommate for about a year. And in that time, the Hottest 100 came around and I said like, oh, well, if you're really excited about let's make a day of it and we'll just listen to it together. And it started as that. And then it became more and more people get invited, more people do it. And yeah, now it's a whole thing that we do every year. Um, there are themed cookies commissioned from uh, someone who makes cookies, especially. There are <laughs> there are bingo games and little trophies and little medals. Um, I won a trophy last year for guessing the placement of um, a very popular song that my, our friend was hoping would, would win number one. I guessed the placement or very or closest to the placement of the song WAP by Cardi B, which is his favorite song of all time. He has t-shirts. He has, <laughs> Oh God, I love my friends. Um, so yes, this is going to be a very special day. So that will be all of my Saturday. And then Sunday I will just probably be, um, chilling out by myself playing video games and recovering from all the social interaction after so long of being away from people. Because the last prolonged social interaction I had was with my family over Christmas. Um, and that's my family, you know, like they're cool. I don't have to, not that I need to be anybody else, but you know, I'm one of those people that I can spend a certain amount of time around people being on and then I need time to recover. And that, that time span is usually about four hours by about hour four, five I'm done. (laughs) And my friends can tell immediately because I just get really quiet. (laughs) And then I might hit like a second win later. But I'm just, yeah, I wish I was one of those people that gets their energy from being around others. I do sometimes. It's just, I suppose it depends on the day. You know, 
I don't know about the whole introvert, extrovert. I think people can be one or the other and it depends on the group and it depends on the energy and it depends what it demands from you. Um, the fact that I can get through an entire, you know, 10 a.m. to 7 or 8 p.m. at night and usually like we keep chatting until later and later and later too because we just have a lot of fun and we like hanging out together and eventually it'd be like someone will go okay I really should go you guys really do need to and it's like yeah okay we should we should really go but we'll like take pictures and it's it's gonna be good it'll be good to see them I haven't seen them in ages or it feels like ages I think we did our Christmas catch-up in like the last week of November something like that and we haven't been going to trivia either because Omicron and caution. So it'll be good to spend time around people. Maybe I'll be a better person, a better speaker person. Oh my God, I was trying to say a better person that can talk like a normal human so that the podcast will be better. <laughs> I couldn't even get that sentence out. Well, if you've made it this far, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> I wish I could tell you what I just spent the last 30 minutes talking about, but I can't even remember. Uh, all right. Um, any any questions? Anything you want to talk about? Any? Actually, I had this thought. I'm just going to throw it out there. If you would like to, let me know. I have always wanted to be an agony aunt, so if any of you need advice... <laughs> If you just listened to this, why would anyone be asking me for my advice? But hey, it's an option. You could always email me be like, being like... I have a problem. Help me solve it. Um, although I'll warn you, never ever ask me for relationship advice. Because if you're going through a rough patch, my advice is always going to be to dump them. <laughs> it's always to dump the person. Because if it's tough now, it's only going to get harder. Oh, that got deep. Um, Yeah. All right. Well, I'll leave it there on that really awkward note. So... <laughs> My email address is giftedgasbag at gmail.com if you'd like to email me. Thank you so much to those of you who have already emailed me. I love reading your emails, especially when I get like a lovely one. It can turn my entire day around, so I appreciate that so much. I hope you guys are doing well. Take care of yourself. In fact, I'm going to give you homework. I want you to do something really nice for yourself and kind of go out of your way to do something nice but for you, like something you would do for a friend to cheer them up, but do it for yourself and put the same amount of effort in. I'm giving you permission to to do it, okay? Just do, just do this do the nice thing for yourself and enjoy it. And if you want to email me and tell me about it, you can do that too. All right. Uh I will talk to you guys next week and take care of yourselves. Bye. <laughs>